Welcome to the CineScare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us, as always, is the super fan coming f- to you from a bathroom nearby, Mr. Mark Piskey. I don't sound like I'm in a bathroom. I'm in my new studio, my Cinescare studio, and this is how it's sounding right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna soundproof it or something so it's not so echoey. Echoey. Damn it. I wish you know what, Joe. I wish I had a flushing toilets uh, sound right now. <laughs> that would be perfect. No, we'll work on that for next time. And of course, with us as always as well is film critic from JoeBlow.com, Mr. Jimmy O, James Oster. I just want to know if it's the same bathroom like that James Wan used for Saw, because that would be kind of cool. It might be. be. Horror themed? Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd yeah. like that. Yeah. Mark, did you chop off your own foot or anything? Is are you, are you okay? handcuffed to any uh yes. or anything? I don't mind yeah. being handcuffed. I mean, that, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, brother. Yeah, well, don't it. set yeah, it up. Right. Don't set it's it up right. for me. I swear to God. Here we go. All right. I'm suddenly, all right. we have a woman present. Yeah. Oh, Joe, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but we have oh, a... I'm not. <laughs> we, have a, we have a guest this week. And uh, those of you, if you were listening last week, we introduced the topic, and it was uh, picked by a fan of the show, Ms. Catherine Horan. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. There was much rejoicing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. You're so late on those. Well, we have a... We have a lot of extra sound cues now on here, so I don't even know. Uh, okay, so Catherine, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, and and I say this truly, you may not be aware of this, but you know, Joe is a big softy for, for Valentine's Day, and uh, one of the reasons that you're on the show is because your husband, he's your husband, right? Or is he your boyfriend? Husband, right? My my husband? No, no, no. Catherine. Oh, we're talking to Catherine. Okay. <laughs> you have a husband. Yeah. No. Her husband, your husband, messaged me oh. and 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 sent this really beautiful message, like a, a, a about that you guys are fans of the show and that you watch it, listen or not watch it, listen to it and 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 uh he had overheard us saying that we might have you on sometime and he said, I think that would be a wonderful and it was such a nice message. We were like, mm-hmm. you know what? We should have her on because you are one of the more uh, interactive people on our on our Facebook and everything. So we thought that would be perfect. It would be a nice way to to spice things up a little bit. Have a, a another guest on the show. So uh, pat pat on the back to your husband uh, and yes. happy Valentine's Day as well. So well, thank you. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Um, so tell me, how did you come across our show? By the way. You know, I think it was actually my husband that told me about you guys oh. a year, year and a half ago. Oh. And it was one of your promotions with the uh, Ugly Mug Coffee House. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And oh, cool. a flyer for you guys there, and he told me about it, and the rest is history. Yeah. I've been a faithful listener ever since. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Look forward and- to listening every, every other Friday. And he said that you guys try to watch it, you know, the movies that we mm-hmm. have lined up and everything. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of oh. fun because, I mean, you guys have introduced us to a lot of things that we've wanted to see or I've never even heard of before. And 
You know, and a you lot of the, things that you probably regret like watching. Gems, or you yeah. get the really bad ones that are still fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. You watch and make fun of them. Bad. Yeah, ones. yeah but what, how did what, you what feel ones? about this? Yeah, how do you feel about the Snoop Dogg thing? Yeah, put <laughs> of horror. I don't need to yeah. see it again. <laughs> but it has some fun cameos. Yeah, it did have fun cameos. It's Jason Alexander, yep, in a track Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't action. see that every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what I'm sure, as you know, having listened to it, we usually start out the show talking about recent viewing or uh, viewings. And uh, so, Joe, why don't you uh, start us off? What do, is there anything you've I, actually? The first thing we do is bring something to Joe's attention that he's otherwise oblivious to. Yeah. After that. The, yeah. After that. Yeah. Then we get on to what did you watch that wasn't part of the theme? Right. Now that um, I've gotten part. past what Joe's not aware of, what <laughs> did you watch recently, Joe? I I hate to say it, but I did watch Skinamarink. Or is that yeah, Skinamarink? Now, why do you hate to say it? Uh, because I <laughs> I hated watching it. Um, <sighs> I I I will honestly say that if um, I like you to get I, the fuck out of here. What are you yeah, talking I, about? <laughs> I don't know what it was about the film. If it was the maybe it was the fantastic cinematography, <laughs> or oh. maybe it was the the terrific acting or maybe it was that very illustrious script or you know there was the dialogue i mean there or the special effects i mean there's just so many things to look at in this film uh but so yet they the focused on a I dark corner it. yeah it was yeah if this is where the future of horror movies are going to then Catherine can take my spot here because this was not appealing i you're right it did sit with me after watching it um but all I did was think about the things that I didn't, that didn't just mesh with me. Mm. Um, it's just, I, I like there to be, you know, a person's face. I like them to actually use uh, a real camera. Uh, I like to hear the dialogue of what's going on. Um, I'd like a soundtrack more than just like old cartoon background tracks. Um, I, yeah, you want a I lot, just, dude. That's I know. I'm I'm part of that needy generation that you know well, wants yeah. like a plot. Or something. I mean, it's, fed. Yeah. It's, not, it's not. It's uh, not g- going to be the future of horror. I, this is something that you know. You're not. It's an experimental film. It's not something that's going to happen. I I can't imagine ever seeing something like this in the in the multiplex again. Yeah, I. It just. It kind of felt like uh, somebody took like an old Sony VHS handy cam or like a. A mini mini eight handy cam that the tape had been recorded over several times already. And they just sort of like threw it on the floor in the living room and let it record for like 20 minutes. And then they'd throw it a different place. I mean, um, I'm in, I can't wait. Oh, Jimmy, Boy, Jimmy this has got you written all over it then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. I would probably like it. I probably would. I like weird shit. Yeah. No, I mean, they used a really good camera actually on this. They used an RE ultra and they used, uh, some specialized, uh, lenses. So, I mean, there was, they're really so then what good. What did they do? They in, just like, spent all that time in post making it grainy and no, they, terrible I mean, looking? they use, they, totally. they specifically used lenses to give it that grainy look. I mean, that's what they were mm. shooting for was, that yeah yeah I'm i mean a, you want every movie to look like fall joe <laughs> no, no i just want to be able to tell that it is fall i'm <laughs> <laughs> um, um i i watched uh skin Marink, and um i'm gonna have to agree with joe with this um i kept on uh pressing down and to see like where i was at with 
the time and I'm at like 25 minutes and nothing's really established. The the corner shots, I mean, I, I, I get what the director was going through. I get that it's $15,000 movie. I, I, I get all that. But not getting any facial expressions. I can't, I can't get connected with the characters or these kids, you know, left alone in the house. I didn't even know like really what was happening throughout this whole entire film. Obviously the, the dad's gone. Um, the mom's gone. Then the mom shows up and, but just looking at a corner of a room for 30 seconds at a time and, you know, like just, you know, Legos and a TV it was it it started to feel like pretentious to me it's like i understand you know where they were going with this and i i i can respect it I, there's only one scene that i actually enjoyed myself with it and that was um when one of the kids i don't even know who i think it was uh cassie or casey when she goes into the room and sees her mom on the bed and she's you know they're looking underneath the bed and then up and then there's this corner you know, look up in the corner and then I'm just like staring at this black spot on the wall and I think it's moving and I'm just like concentrated on this black spot. I'm going, let something happen. I got blue balls watching this film because I wanted something to happen where, you know, you just get scared or whatnot. I got I got horror blue balls watching this. Um, it, it just, I'm sorry, I hate to see what Mark gets with a movie that he likes. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch, but no, no, seriously. I mean, I, I, I'll res, I'll respect it. I know there's some people that actually like it. It was different. Yeah, yeah, it was different. But I was bored out of my mind. I was bored out of my mind with this film. I, I, I can't recommend it at all. Um, but I mean, it, I'll give it that. You know, it was different. So I watched it too. Oh yeah, here we go. And... Ooh, you know, I was with it. For most of it, I was like, okay, because, you know, thankfully, because of Matt's review uh, a couple episodes back, I went in kind of knowing what to expect. And I was like, all right, I can do it. You know, and it it was kind of interesting. The last 10 or 15 minutes, I I don't know what the hell that was. Um, (laughs) But up until that point, I was like, okay. And it kind of reminded me of like paranormal activity Mm. where you Mm. scan over and you see things and you don't know if something's going to happen or not. Or you don't know if you're supposed to be seeing something or not. So a little mm-hmm. bit of that kind of anticipation or, you know, not quite knowing what was going to happen. I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. You know, hmm. granted, more often than not, nothing happened. But <laughs> still kind of kind of I, th- a fun I think it experience. would work better as like a 45-minute short probably than yes. a nine, one, yes. an hour. Yeah, a 100%. Probably. A 30-minute uh, film yeah. would have worked out really well, and and don't get me wrong, it's like I understand what this director was doing because I was peering into the screen trying to see things, and that was kind of fun to do, you know, because it's so grainy and you're just peering, and so and you're looking through, I believe you're looking through uh, a child's eye view, but mm-hmm. it's just it's it just wasn't for me, it just wasn't for me. Now I know what to do for my next pick. Oh, oh, oh Joe's going to love Don't it. Do it. <laughs> oh, oh, just Bound wait, Jimmy. Part I, have, two? I have something. Skin uh, a rink like movies? Store. Yeah. Yes. I uh, Joe, what else? So anyway, else Matt, to answer watch? your question, uh, I also, well, I rewatched Barbarian because um, I just 
love that film. It's just a nice, fun little ride. Mm-hmm. And it's all spoon fed right to me. I mean, I was full when I was done um, and satisfied, as Mark would say. Did you explode? Uh, and then the next movie I watched was um, Pennywise, the story of it. It's like a documentary. Have you guys seen that? No. Oh. Okay, no. I haven't watched it. Um, it was on HBO Max. It's like Is it a documentary? It's a documentary with, and this is just about the original movie, hmm. uh, oh. the made-for-TV one. Uh, it was fascinating. Lots of interviews with the original cast. Tim Curry uh, is in the interviews as well. well and, Olivia um, Hussey. What's well, that? I want Olivia Hussey. Is she doing uh, it? I she there? Believe so. She's, yeah, she better be. That's all I have to um, say. Yeah, I think to watch so. If she's not there. Uh, but it was it was very well done, very interesting. Uh, it, as a matter of fact, you know I'm I'm a huge fan of the the remakes, the book one and book two. Um, not not as big of a fan as the original, but the watching the documentary makes me want to go back and watch the original again. Okay. Uh, so if you guys have HBO Max and you get a couple hours on your hands, do yourself a favor, give it a watch. Hmm. Yeah. I'm down. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, sounds really good. Is, is it is it only about the original, or is it also about the book too, or no? Uh, no, they uh, the only time the book really gets brought up is how they, what they did to stray away from it, hmm. in a couple of key areas that I'm sure you guys can piece together. Wait, are we talking about? Are, are we talking about the TV version, or are they yeah. T- yeah. talking about both? No, just the just TV the TV version. version. TV. Okay, yeah, hey, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. So John Ritter. Anything else, Joe? Yeah. Uh, no, that was it. Well, I watched one thing that has nothing to do with this that I'm just going to tell everybody. Uh, get on Tubi and watch a documentary called Pick It Up, Ska in the 90s. <laughs> Favorite documentary ever. It's Now I'm done. It's no. pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm I watched it. I'm not going to mention it anymore. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Joe, I thought you watched... Um... Uh, a movie in the theater, Knock at the Cabin? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I It's not in my notes. Um, I watched uh, Knock at the Cabin. And uh, I thought we talked about this already. Nope. No. We did. Did we not? No. Okay. Well, we talked yeah. about Jimmy watching it, but not you, I don't think. Okay. And I watched uh, it. No, yeah, but really? I guess probably not. Did we? Yeah, so I saw Knock at the Cabin, and uh, I got to say I loved it. Um, favorite movie of the year so far. <laughs> Keeps ramping up. Of, Best of three. It's like every movie I see is better than the last two that I saw. Um, oh, that means Skinnamarink is your favorite of the year so far. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice, Matt. An applause. In the theaters. Yeah. Um, oh. So anyway, it was, uh, I I loved it. My wife, who's not very much into horror movies, went with me and she liked it a lot too. Uh, the acting is tremendous. I yes, really can I see why Dave Bautista is leaving this piddly little Marvel stuff. He's got much more range. He's got much more uh, on the horizon for himself. Um, all of the actors were fantastic. I guess, yes. especially Jonathan Groff was especially yes. too. Yeah, that I, dude he, is so talented. So I, talented. I wished he had more screen time. Mm. Me too. Me too. Um, he was fantastic. But, you know, it's it's one of those stories that you kind of get the gist of the whole thing right from the trailer and the commercials. And mm-hmm. kind of like um, the movie Fall that I saw from last year. You know, you can tell it's an elevator pitch movie. Uh, two girls get stuck up on a tower and, you know, 
all right, what are you going to do now? Well, go watch the movie and figure it out. This one, they sort of hand everything to you in the trailer and the commercials, but I didn't care. I mean, there wasn't like a whole lot of new information or new things that I learned, but it was still a very concise story. Um, The editing must have been perfect. Like there wasn't a single part in that where I even have time to just sit around and think or let your mind wander. It was just really good, concise story from beginning to end. Um, Say what you will about M night Shyamalan. He knows how to make a decent movie. Uh, This is definitely one of his better ones. Yeah. Because it also wasn't his original story. This is based on something else, even though he changed it up. Right. Uh, I believe, I believe so. Maybe I'd have to look it up. I don't remember who wrote it, but Joe, look that up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's a, it's, a, it is a, it's a very well done film. I didn't love it as much as you did, but I, the acting, absolutely, absolutely, everyone mm-hmm. was great. Every single performance. Well, Jimmy, yeah. uh, what did you watch uh, in the last couple well, of weeks? I uh, last couple of weeks I I saw a movie that's coming out today. Well, today when this is released, I saw Ant Man and the Wasp: uh, Quantumania, which, as a not huge fan of Ant Man in general, I really love this one. It was hmm. uh it was fun. It's weird. I think it's going to be divisive for a lot of people because it's weird. It's more like Doctor Who and Star Wars than a Marvel movie. But as a someone who's not like yeah. On Marvel, I was pleasantly surprised by that. Michelle Pfeiffer, she kicked fucking ass. Excuse the language, Catherine. Um, and and all and Mark. Um, <laughs> Fuck uh, are you talking about? And then uh, I, I and Jonathan Majors. Wow, what a what a that's a bad guy. He's a good villain. Oh. It's a solid villain. And Marvel has had. You know, some of their villains are a little, a little less than impressive. And I can't believe any of you. I'm I, I'm embarrassed about all of you right now. Well, except for maybe you, Catherine. I haven't figured that out yet. Why have you not watched? I got the game, the board game, My Bloody Valentine. I watched both of these. Two of the best films ever made. Sorry. They're great. I love My Is Bloody Valentine, the original and the uh, remake. This is the game is based. It's a board game. Is this the Eli the Roth? No, who who oh, said no. we haven't watched that? I've I've watched. Yeah, the I've watched. Have you watched it for the show though? It's no. Valentine's Day, guys. No. See, Catherine. Well, no. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Yeah, way to go, that Catherine. Wasn't our theme? Was it <laughs> I don't Kevin care. Bacon in one of those movies. Well, you can no. you can watch off theme movies. You know, <laughs> yeah, you like can. Yeah. Right, it's on Shutter. Yeah. Woo, Catherine! Catherine, you're welcome. You're saying the, we're, we're gonna the remake. The remake of Bloody uh, My Bloody Valentine's really good too. I in my yes, opinion, I think it is really it's good. Great. It's a well because it works as a sequel in a way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're, they're, it's so tied into the original film in in such a unique way, and they're both. And uh, you know, I, I'm I, Todd is Todd Farmer and Patrick Lucier know their shit. They're very mm. talented guys. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that, why I watch. Yeah, that supermarket scene was crazy. Right? That thing's scary. Fucking good. Oh my god, so good. I love it. Get the so game, Mark, it's awesome. What have you watched recently? <laughs> well, I watched Skinnamarink. Um I watched uh just today, I watched uh Matt's uh beloved pick, uh Deadstream. I watched it. It's a great film. I should have watched it a little bit earlier, like it was Matt good, said. Huh? God well, it's like damn a it. It's like a, a Raimi 
Yeah, it's uh, like it's, a rainy it's a, found footage. It's a chef's kiss to Blair Witch Project and Evil Dead, mm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. oh. It was so funny, um, just with the chats and like reading the chats. Mm-hmm. What's going on? He's going, "Hey, give me a shout out when this is happening." And there was so many funny little like chat that the, lines that the fans in the chat would like kind of bag on him a little oh, bit all the you know, time, like, all the time. time. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, it, it, it was a great film. Um, I loved the the like the um the beef cam where he had the 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 beef jerky like the oh yeah yeah the slim jim <laughs> yeah. beef cam and yeah. um the it was the mildred cam and then all of a sudden he changed it to the mill dead cam <laughs> yeah um and then the spear cam i mean it it was just fun to watch i i, I didn't find this guy uh annoying at all like it, it, he annoyed me at first, but then well, yeah, I realized he's a that YouTuber. he was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, he's a YouTuber. It's like, mm. I, I mean, I'm I'm on YouTube way too much. I have YouTube Premium and because I don't want to watch the commercials. So, I mean, Bragger. I, I don't, I don't want to watch the commercials, <laughs> but I'm on YouTube a lot. And uh, so, You're so cool. I am cool. Yeah. And, um, but here's the thing, though, is like it. It was perfect. It was like a perfect YouTube videos for those really obnoxious mm. uh, YouTubers like uh, Mr. Beast and and uh, it, it's some of the other, you know, like really like mm. 85 million viewers or whatnot. But it's a great it's it's a great film. I highly recommend it. I don't think it would have uh, cracked my top 10 because it would have knocked out Mad God and I, Mad God's just a better film. But man, what a fun film. What a fun film, though, to watch it. So maybe I'll watch some more uh, Matt uh, requests or so. I was going to ask Matt, what else didn't you request or didn't you recommend something for Mark to watch last time? I think I've said Badlands about 8 million times. I tried to watch it. I tried to watch it. refuses. I have, I have tried. I literally tried to watch Badlands. You can't get it anywhere. I even went to a used uh, DVD and, blu-ray store they don't have it it's you can't find really? it anywhere it's available to rent on amazon no it's not oh, uh, i'll I'm show looking. i'll i'll forward give it me i swear else. don't you yeah thank you joe uh, it doesn't list on, on imdb guys it doesn't list on imdb thank Mark you very much right yeah this. we talked about this on the cinescare chat Maybe right. I mean, there's a first for everything guys catherine do you see uh, what i have to can, deal with do you, do you see you can rent it you can you can rent it on Amazon. Yeah. Catherine, feel free it to just jump happened in every in. time. It oh, just there it happened. Is. I swear to God, it's just like <laughs> Mark. I, I just got a notification 30 seconds ago saying that Badlands just got added it, right now see. because yeah. we were talking yeah. about it. it. Yeah, just we, happened. Actually, we have Mark, that power. We, we also talked about the fact that it is that yeah, I it wasn't available. Oh yeah, it's all over, dude. On Amazon, but it is available to rent. And I told you this on Apple Apple TV Plus. I'm not going to get Apple TV Plus. No, I, I, I got them all. You don't have to. I mean, not Apple TV Plus. On just on Apple TV, so you can just run it on. All you have to do is download the app. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> anything else, Mark? Let me look. No, I'm Catherine good. Watch? I'm good. Yeah, Catherine? Catherine, what did you did you watch? Yeah, what did you watch? Aside from What'd the bacon watch? movies, I did. I watched all kinds of random stuff. Oh, nice. Um, I watched Dread after you guys talked about it last week. Oh, oh. nice. Ooh, that was a little darker than <laughs> I was expecting. It's a bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. was a little, ooh, I didn't, I felt, that, that stuff with the steak, I, oh, that was great. Yeah, leaves you um, hungry. 
But yeah, I'm glad I saw it though. Um, uh, my husband and I we watch Svengoolie every Saturday night. Mm. Um, this mm. week he did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, um, good uh, lovely. <laughs> I hadn't so seen that good. in ages. Where did you find Svengoolie? Yeah. Me TV. Oh, oh, oh no! Cool. Oh, that's right. Are these like reruns of old Svengoolie episodes, or is it like a new Svengoolie? It depends on the week. Ah, okay. Sometimes they are just reruns, um, or sometimes, you know, they'll they'll insert newer segments, but you can tell it's you know an older episode that they ran twenty years ago. I didn't know. I didn't know that uh, uh, in California you could get me TV. I thought it was only in like in the Chicagoland area. No. Yeah, that's cool. Internet man, you can get anything. Look forward to that every week. You guys are all out of excuses. You guys start watching (laughs) Spanguli now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bring me back to my youth as a Saturday afternoon. You know, nothing else on. Time to watch Spanguli. Yeah. Hmm. Watch that. Um. Also watch the Burbs. That's on HBO Max. Oh. Oh, Okay. I just watched that two weeks ago. Hadn't seen that in ages. Thank you for bringing up Corey Feldman. So, uh, what do you think of Corey Feldman? (laughs) Catherine. I'm indifferent. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I don't love him. I don't hate him. He's good in that movie. Yeah, he's great in that movie. Yeah, Carrie movie. Fisher actually. Uh, that, right? I forgot she was in that. Yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher actually told uh, uh, Corey Feldman, he's going, you got to get off the coke. And if you have Carrie Fisher telling Corey right. Feldman <laughs> to get off bad. the coke, you got a problem. You got a right. serious problem. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. Watch my bloody Valentine, nice. uh, like James mentioned, because uh, yeah. you know, tis the season. <laughs> Sorry, it's delayed. It's a little. I was having some trouble with this. <laughs> I hope I. I mean, I, I've been did, pressing the, the soundboard, and it, and the sound's not coming through. But I'm hoping it's not recording, and then it's all going to be on there. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Matt's got performance uh, you just, anxiety. You just want 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 Catherine. <laughs> I was. I, meant I think to it was more. Now I party. feel at home. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, the Last of Us. We've been watching that every. Oh week. yeah, yeah. What do you think yeah, of the good. latest Another episode, Catherine? It's really good. Mm. Like every episode is just it's awesome, start to finish. Like, yep. Kind of like this podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> start to finish. Yeah. Start to finish. Start to finish. Well, it's something. Attention the whole time. Anything else Thanks that you watch, Catherine? I think that was about it. All right. The only, uh, the actually, I, I'm finally coming through a very, very busy time. Uh, so my uh, kid, he's 18 now, and so we had that this weekend. And then at work, it's just been crazy. So I haven't been able to watch much except for the theme stuff. So, uh, but I, I do want to mention that yes, The Last of Us is just it, it's the quality continues to every week. I, I would say it keeps getting better, but it's it's great, yeah, evenly great <laughs> every week. Like it's just top notch. And then uh, again, Servant. This final season is really mm. is really strong, really strong. So I highly recommend. I, I don't think it's got a very big audience, but I highly recommend checking it out. It's really good, and it's nice. um, just crazy. It's crazy. It's funny. It's kind of creepy at times and and just just interesting just such an interesting show mm. so uh definitely a good one uh all right that brings us to 
It's bacon! <laughs> and Ms. Catherine Horan picked uh, movies. What, what, what was the, the, the name that you had? Bringing Home the Bacon. That's right. Bringing Home the Bacon. <laughs> Best title really... of Cinescare yet. Yeah. That was yes, I agree with that. That's pretty great. And I, I, I felt like I had to uh, ride the coattails of that for my next pick. And I, I don't think it's as good as hers, but it's, it's, uh, it, it was definitely inspired. So, Catherine, why don't oh. you, uh, whatever order you want to go in, um, start us off. Can I ask a question first? Yeah. No. I, I they were great just picks. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but why no flatliners? Yeah. You know, I thought about it. I wasn't A, I, I almost I more would... than six movies. B I that was one of the ones that was like right on the, I was like, is it You're horror? On the fence? Is it more kind of thriller? Oh, I would have thought it was horror. That I mean the first when I, I saw that in the theater, that scared the crap out of me. Fair yeah. enough. It yeah, it's definitely it's, I think it's horror-ish. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely horror. Plus, you got that all-star yeah. cast. But mm-hmm. anyway, I digest. Go ahead. Way, way to go to start it off, Joe. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> yeah. bringing us down. Hey, yeah, just, I just had, had a to note. Hey, Kat, you ruined the show. What the hell? I never liked the movies anybody picks. Bacon Part 2. Hey, there you go. There's probably plenty to do to. There is, actually. Probably. So, Catherine, what, what's the first movie you want to... I thought we'd just go in chronological order. We'll right. start with uh, Friday the 13th from uh, 1980. Never heard of it. What's right? this? Yeah, I've it's never a heard of it. independent feature. Knock yeah. it off. Um, so just a brief summary in case you haven't seen it. Uh, Camp Crystal Lake, summer of 1980. A group of camp counselors are stalked by an unknown killer. Turns out, spoiler alert, the killer is Pamela Voorhees. Her son Jason drowned at the camp in 1958 because the counselors were having sex instead of watching her son. And now she's going to get even. Yep. So just a little dun, background dun, on this is dun, directed by uh, dun, Sean dun, Cunningham. Dun. Uh, yeah. Stars Betsy Palmer, mm-hmm. uh, Adrian King, and our good old Kevin Bacon. Yep. Uh, also has Harry Crosby, who's the son of Bing Crosby, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. I did. Yeah. You didn't have it in He's the, the one trivia. That, uh, kills the snake. I did. Yeah. Oh, the literally. The another thing they actually kill a real snake in this movie. Very yeah. nice. Well, not for the snake. Yeah, well, so yeah, guess, that's uh, rare. <laughs> I'll kick it off with. I'll just go around the room here, Joe. What do you think about Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, I think I've seen this like once or twice. I would like to point out just because I've been. <laughs> Doing this recently, um, our first bacon sighting is 12 minutes and 47 seconds into it. Um, the bacon really starts to... S- what are you doing, oh, sorry, Matt? Sorry. I, I jumped the gun. I, I, <laughs> you know, fuck? you should give yourself that trombone now. because <laughs> no, no, you just yeah. Yeah. There you no, go. Actually, I jumped yeah. the gun. And remember, we talked about you were going to do Joe's boob shot count. And, and, when we, and when we got to that, I was going to do a drum roll on that. <laughs> and so I thought that's where you were heading. <laughs> No, okay. there there are no boobs <laughs> shots in Friday Thirteenth. Uh that's completely yeah. wrong. Um, yeah, there are. But anyway, this bacon starts to sizzle kind of at thirty nine minutes. Fan, are what? you? Anyway, yeah. have you, oh, have you not seen this? No. Yeah, okay. See, told you. And then what sucks is we're all Wait. <laughs> son of a bitch. Sorry, Joe. So anyway, I I like the movie. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
No, if you had notes, go. We keep interrupting you. So. I anyway, I, the 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 bacon in this movie is short lived because mm-hmm. we're all out of bacon forty three minutes into this film. Um, it's got so maybe it, the it's, best death scene in the movie. I think. He's got yeah, a fantastic sure. death scene. Yep. Uh, it's it's a bacon shish kebab, but um, <laughs> it's not. It's we we could have used much more bacon in this film. Um, I I I was curious about this. If I was some I don't know, 13 to 15 year old high school kid. And I'm seeing this for the first time. I'm curious if a movie like this would still scare or freak out kids today. Uh, My guess is not. I mean, I I still think it's a great uh, foundation movie, but I don't know that the terror, uh, the movie, it's in my opinion holds up, but I don't know if the terror is still terrifying. Well, it's hard. To, all this it's hard later. to compare just because we've lived with it for so long, but if this was brand new right now, maybe, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's the same. You can say about Halloween. I mean, do you think if yeah. they brought out Halloween at this time, is it going to scare the kids? Uh, probably yeah. not. I mean, it's same with Friday. I, see, but uh, out of the two, I would think that Halloween would False. probably be scarier yeah. for a kid nowadays. Well, I mean, it's a, if Halloween's a better made movie than the original yeah. Friday the 13th. <laughs> but uh, And I'm not saying that as a slam on Mark, because Mark, you didn't make the movie, so it's, it's I, okay. I understand you no it. You're just talking about game. my franchise. and it, right. You're just talking it's about not my yours. franchise. We all love Friday the 13th. We all <laughs> you, love you it. You say that. Yeah. You say that, but... No, it's um, I. I do want to uh, point out my my favorite scene, uh, and I hope this is my God. If this is spoiling something for one of our listeners, then find another <laughs> podcast. But the scene when Mrs. Voorhees gets decapitated and the hands That's, come up, yeah, um, just the the man hands, Tom Savini's <laughs> hands. <laughs> I thought it was Tom Savini's assistant. No, it's Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Is it Tom, it's Tom Savini's, Savini's hands? Okay. hands. He's, he's a hairy. I guy. knew he was in there somewhere, but it's just it's funny watching these giant man hands. One of those come things up. I never noticed until somebody pointed it out. And now you and can't then you unsee can't see it. it. You can't yeah, exactly. See it. So. No, no. But it's it's Savini. Um, and uh, the. The gun that Alice is, that Alice finds it's a Winchester sixty seven. It's a nice gun, but uh, anyway, that's that's just me. Um, oh, I, uh, one other thing. Speaking of which, just because this is all about me, I, I that scene on the archery range where that goofy kid shoots an arrow when uh, other girls trying to put the bail up on there. My God, if one of my kids did something like that, I would snap that bow in two. That's just <laughs> downright irresponsible. You don't do that. Yeah, but. And that's your PSA on archery safety for the day. And actually, so, uh, Joe's right. It's uh, the assistant's, uh, the name of the, of is the person it is, is Ta- Tasso. Damn it, Mark. Told you. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, Sabini. It's Sabini. Mark, I want you to get the fuck out of here. So, Mark, <laughs> I mean, it, if you know more than Friday the 13th.fandom.com wiki, then uh, I guess you should write them. But I saw a documentary and Tom Savini said it was his hands. Yeah, and he was pointing at the guy next to him. Was his, he? Hands. his hands. His hands. His hands. <laughs> that guy over there. Uh, thank you, Joe, for bringing up that tidbit. It's uh, what? That's two. Is that two things, Mark? Bless thought you, he knew Joe. that didn't know. I think I'm not doing movie? a trivia. It's two and counting. But yeah. Yeah. Two. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Catherine. Matt, what did you think about the movie? Well, I, I love this movie, and uh, it's a it is uh, it's a classic. I 
you know, it's one of those things you ask about all of these movies, including Halloween. I, how would a modern audience take it? But it's that's an impossible question because they're so of their time. And so when you watch these, I think even a new, uh, even new people who watch them, you know, kids now watch them. They're usually watching them with their parents, and it's a kind of a, a familial thing to enjoy these old movies. But if 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 one of these came out now. I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, it could be, you know, people might say, you know, that it was a throwback kind of thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. but I enjoy it. And I did have a few notes. Uh, the kids in 1958 looked a lot like the kids from 1980 <laughs> in terms of styles and stuff. Um, who's doing the killing in 1958 was my question. Is it Pamela Voorhees is, is doing the killing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've always figured, then, yeah. Uh, the truck driver pushes the girl into the into his into his truck by her butt. By the way, my wife noticed that and, and pointed it out to me. It was the early eighties, man. Early eighties, yeah. and it's the only way to get in a truck. I guess so. Yeah, here, <laughs> honey, get up there. Um, and then I love riding shotgun. He was just One of being the a guys, Yeah, you do. I think it was the the truck driver said that the person who owns Camp Crystal Lake has been up there an entire year fixing up the camp. Well, how come he wasn't killed? What, why, why was he able, you know, it seems like camp counselors are up there for two seconds and they get killed or anyone else who strolls through. Uh, but why was the guy remodeling the whole thing allowed to be up it there? It wasn't Friday the 13th. Yeah, wasn't yeah. his birthday. I guess. Yeah. My son. It's just he, um, she was just, she was just, I mean, I, I want to say like biding her time. I mean, I'm just speculating, but you know, it, I, I think it takes a little bit more than just, you know, oh, they're opening up the camp and she just snaps. I'm sure. What's, like, the, what's crazy, crazy, uh, crazy Ralph, crazy, Ralph. crazy Ralph. Okay. Wouldn't he's, he thinks he says there's a death curse up there. So wouldn't he change his mind if he'd seen a guy go up there every day for a whole year, fixing it up and come back every day for a whole year. Well, no, well he, he, he is he was crazy. Kind of crazy. Well, so, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Ralph. Uh, he was the and, official. He was the early Karen, early version of Karen. Yeah. All the women in Friday the Thirteenth look exactly the same, except for Adrian King. They all how? seem to look exactly uh, alike. How dare that's you? Not that's true. not true no. at all. That's completely not true. Adrian how King's blonde. You? The rest of them have kind of scraggly brownish hair. Mm, no, and obviously you're for, you're forgetting Sandy the waitress from the diner. Yeah. What oh about yeah. Jordan? All right, fine. I I would love a whole movie that just explores the relationship between Sandy the waitress and Steve the camp counselor. What about there's something going on there? Mark and oh totally God. different than the other girls. What was he yeah. eating there all that time? By the way, while people are getting hacked, he was up? eating pie. Probably pie. Who's pie? eating pie? How much pie is he going to go through? Well, uh, he had a whole pie. He should have stayed for a couple pie. cups of coffee extra, so he wouldn't have been killed. And then yeah, none of these lived. girls put on pants before they go outside. By the way, right? uh, at a certain point in the movie, even though it's raining <laughs> like hell, rainy. yeah, they put it. They do pause to put on raincoats, but they don't put on any pants. Um, I found that only the necessities, Matt. But yeah. uh, no, I know. I, but having said all that, uh, again, this is this is fun. I always enjoy watching this. I, I watch it probably every couple years, and uh, uh, of course this. This fall, I'm going to be watching it during. Uh, what, what are you laughing about? 
I just reread one of my notes that I forgot, and it was the motorcycle cops. It was one of my absolute favorite lines. I told you to sit on it, Tano. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. uh, the kid in his underwear. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Just love that. That's a good line. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that these days. The, well, probably not. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Thank Mark. That's just, that tidbit Thank was you. helpful. Ooh. Catherine, what, who, who's next? <laughs> Well, let's let's save Mark for last. How about Jimmy? What do you think? <laughs> Just because I know Mark's such a big fan, I want to save him for last. Save the best for last. Yes. Um, I I Just adore this myself. movie. I adore this film. I, I think it's great. I, I I saw it as a kid. I was. It's it was one of the early hooks for me for for horror movies. I actually the weird thing is that when I watch it again, I've, I watch this every year at least a couple times. It's just a favorite of yeah. mine, and I actually like the characters. Like I, I like the fact that you see in these movies, especially as as uh, slashers kind of progressed, you see the jock, the this, the that. These seem like real people. Like like That's I was. True. You know, like I, I love the scene with uh, Kevin Bacon and and, and uh, uh, Marcy. Um, I'm forgetting her name. Where they're just talking about that dream. I think it's a lovely little scene. It's a sweet, cool little scene, and I, I I liked it. I think it's a I think it's a really underappreciated horror movie, and how well it's not a bad script. It's a cool, interesting killer. I mean, the girl fight thing is a little silly in, at times, but you know, it's like. I, I, I think it's a genuinely creepy movie. It's a it, it nicely suspenseful and uh yeah, I love this movie. I, I I'll probably watch it a million times by the time <laughs> you know, I just I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. And Mark. It's you know, this is your your franchise. What do you think? It's Catherine, it's my franchise. It's not my favorite um out of the franchise. It's it's uh probably like my fifth or sixth <laughs> favorite. Is it my eighth? No. Oh God. Oh yeah. 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 Jason takes his, my hat and show. It's that's my his turn. favorite. It's my yeah. turn, Joe. <laughs> yeah. It, no. Um, but what I when I watch Friday Thirteenth is when I just want to go back to the original, to the basics, just to see how this whole entire franchise just starts. And it's just I, I get a little giddy. I get, put a warm blanket around me. I'm just like, yeah, this is this was the beginning of my favorite franchise, and I love it. it, it laugh all you want, Joe. Laugh all you want. Um, Joe's I in love, a very ma- laughy mood today. He is. He is. I, I'm just picturing Mark like curling, you know, observing his watching habits of any uh, film. I do. I do. I do that. <laughs> But no, no, nice it's a thick fleece blanket. I, I, I love Aww. Kevin. I, I love Kevin Bacon in this film. Uh, he's great. Um, Jack Burrell. Um, unfortunately, he's not in it because, I mean, he took one puff out of that joint and he was done. <laughs> it was, that was it. Guy couldn't even enjoy his high. At least he got his sex. But um, no, it's 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 a good film. I love, I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's it's just one of those you know melancholy uh, feels. Yeah, it's it a rip off of uh, Halloween, sure. But man, is it bloodier? The kills are better. Tom Savini's working on it, and it's just, yeah. in, in my opinion, I think maybe a better film than uh, Halloween. Just in my opinion, just because of the kills and just the blood and the gory and just some of the action. Halloween's just a totally different film in the direction of suspense. This is more gut-wrenching, 
hitting hard. This is what you're going to get. And that's just a little bit more of my style. So, yeah, no, I I absolutely love it. Oh, uh, fun fact. Um, did you guys know that when Kevin Bacon was getting killed, um, it was a one-shot take? So what was happening was that he was on his knees and he was leaning back his neck underneath the bed and they had only one chest and neck plate. And so when they got the arrow and they stuck it through, the pump broke that uh, shot out the blood. And so the person underneath just started blowing into the hose. And that's what how you saw that blood spurt. It got in his mouth. And I uh, read an in, or I saw an interview with Kevin Bacon uh, talking about that scene. And it got in his mouth. And he was he's going, it, it, it kind of burns. Like, what is this? And he's going, oh, no, it's just uh, food coloring, some uh, kale syrup, and uh, uh, some film. Um, what was it called? Uh, developing fluid, whatever that is, but it was burning his mouth. And uh, so that's a little fun fact. But yeah, love Friday 13th. And it was kind of nice just to talk about Friday 13th instead of just like the whole franchise in an hour. So it's kind of nice yeah. that we did this. I love it. Thanks, Catherine. Yes. Yes. Oh, Thank great. you, Catherine. Yeah, Joking. I love it. May Check. I pause it as we go along? Kevin Bacon, I think, has the greatest hair. Oh yeah. yeah, modern cinema. Yeah, he has good. Uh, yeah, he, he's got <laughs> he's a that good, kind of that that good uh, uh, crew cut that he has in Footloose. Mwah, I wish I could yeah. do that, but not with my colleagues. Yeah. But uh, as we move along to Tremors, oh. Joe. Can you, by the way, Joe, can you double check some of those facts Mark had, just in case there were some? Actually, some of them are true because I saw the same documentary oh, okay. that he was right. talking about with the the hose and everything. Yeah. It was the same one that said that it was Tom Savini's assistant. Oh, okay, yeah. He he just missed it that was Tom. Sorry, go it ahead. It was Tom Savini's hands. Yeah. Catherine, do guy. you feel bad for Mark during this? Are are you feeling his pain? <laughs> She's used to it. I, mean, I do. She's used to <laughs> he it. He tries so hard. She tries to hard. it. He's, He's lovely. Tr- he tries hard. Look at you go. <laughs> Look at you go. We oh, love that was Mark. A good one, Catherine. That was good. Go ahead. He tries so hard. What's the, what's the next movie, Catherine? So next up, we've got Tremors ah. from 1990. Hell yeah. Uh, just a quick synopsis here. Residents of a small town in Nevada called Perfection find themselves under attack from a large worm-like creature called a Graboid. It's up to pals Val and Earl, along with the other town residents, to put a stop to them. Um, so this one's got some fun people in it. Um, it's directed by Ron Underwood. Um, it stars, uh, of course, Kevin Bacon. Um, got Michael Gross. Uh, coming fresh off of Family Ties. Love him. Um, I read somewhere that he had finished filming Family Ties the day before he started shooting Tremors. Oh, wow. Well, um, it's got, uh, of course, uh, Fred Ward, who's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana Reba. Richards is the little girl, the little blonde Reba. girl on the pogo stick, uh, right Reba. before she goes on to do Jurassic Park. Reba. Um, and Reba. it stars a, a little unknown, like she's not a little, but uh, an unknown uh, actor called Reba McIntyre. <laughs> this was actually her first role, her first film. Um, it was a springboard project. <laughs> Very exactly, right before she went that. on to her hit hit TV show, Reba. Actually, show, actually, that's a really good show. It is. That's I funny. liked it. It's funny. <laughs> I used to watch it. I like that show. What'd you think of it, Catherine? Well, this movie's great. Like, 
I grew up watching this. My dad would watch it all the time, you know. So this was always on in our house. And uh, actually, I apologize. From the time I sent you guys the list of my movies to, like, when the months switched, Tremors was no longer available to stream for free on Tubi. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> and uh, oh, good. Oh, so I yeah. ended up buying it. And I bought the whole seven episodes. Seven Blu-rays. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> so You're did committed. I, like, you know what? Let's so, just go all in. Why I did. Not? I did. I haven't watched them, but uh... <laughs> did you watch all of them? No, I haven't watched oh, okay. any of them yet. It's just the first one. But I did the same thing, Catherine, because I I couldn't watch it on Tubi, and then I, I <laughs> right. saw it. It was only twenty three bucks. I was just like, mine. Yeah, might as well. Might as why well. Not? Just buy it. So now <laughs> I have the set. So now I have all See, of them. I watched all these movies like the day they were announced, no, so lies. I didn't wow. have to pay for anything. <laughs> yeah, you that did. That was smart. That was smart. <laughs> oh, Joe. Um, I've already watched Matt's picks, so. Good. I haven't even told him what they are. <laughs> he knows. He just knows. I've seen them. He just I've watched every yeah. movie in the last yeah. week. <laughs> yep. Uh, but fun, fun fact about this, it bombed at the box office, mm-hmm. uh, but then became very popular, you know, with video rentals um, and cable TV and stuff like that, so. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's start with Matt this time. What do you think about Tremors? I I love Tremors. I think it's just fun and hilarious. I I, I just think I Kevin Bacon cracks me up in this. He plays. He's really good. I mean, normally he plays like the cool guy, you know, and most of the cool guy or the smart guy or or something like that. In Few Good Men, he's not really a sidekick, I guess, but but he's just a normal guy or whatever. But he he kind of plays a cool guy normally, and in this he plays kind of a, a nitwit, you know, and he, he's really good at it and very believable. Not, you know, he doesn't go overboard acting dumb. He just, you could tell the guy isn't a brainiac, you know, neither of the two main guys are, although I think I love watching them play off each other. Right. And yeah. although I think Fred Ward is definitely the Mo in the, Mo, you know, the Larry and Mo, Larry and Curly, you know, but uh, I just think it's great. And I think that the, I, I think that the worm is amazing and I love the puppet puppetry of it and uh the practical effect of it i i just think it's um uh it's it's a throwback to 1950s style mm-hmm. uh monster, monster movies monster yeah b movie yeah. monster movies so no. the fact that it's a kind of a cheesy worm works really well but it's cheesy in the best possible way like it's it it no it's not something that kids are going to go wow it looks so real it's it's but it's not meant to it's meant to be funny you know and uh so i i really liked both of them i like the girls in it or the girl that's in it um i i thought she's she's just you know she's pretty in a very just normal way, and and I liked the the little back and forth with her and Kevin. But I I just think it's a fun movie, and it's one of those that I hadn't. I, I'm glad that we got to watch it again because I hadn't seen it in some years. It'd been quite a while probably since mm. I'd seen it. Uh, so it was nice to revisit this. I I never have seen any of the sequels. Um, so I guess you know I've always enjoyed it enough to like this, but not enough to maybe go on and watch the rest of the movies. But I don't know if anybody has seen the sequels if they're any good or not. But I've seen a couple; uh, they're fun. Are they any good? Yeah, they're fun. I heard, 
that like two and three are all right, but I don't know about the rest. It, it gets, I think Michael Gross is in all of them. If he's I'm in honest. all of them. And, is, yeah. and of oh, course, the uh, wonderful Jamie Kennedy does join at the cast. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll have to stop uh, short of that one. We're, we're going to do this franchise one of these times. I swear to God we are. And I'll, I'll is pick it Corey it. in any of them? That would no, seem like no. the most likely thing in the world. No, no. Yeah. J- Jamie Kennedy is enough, obviously, for you and Joe. Well, enough to not watch it, yes. Well, not if I pick it. So anyway, yes, I, I love this. Thank you for picking it. And it uh it's it's a good one for sure. All right. Yeah, Mark, what are you what are your what are your thoughts on Trevor? I'm so glad you picked this because I wrote down uh my first note. <laughs> and I'm glad you didn't pick Joe because Joe's very clever. But maybe you guys won't think this is clever, but this is a movie about a killer uncircumcised dick. Matt hates it. Did I'm I get so it, Joe? Sorry, Catherine. Did I beat I'm you to so, the punch, Catherine? I'm what? Sorry. It I'm is. Sorry. I'm say that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know. Um, oh. I got. I, I. I love this movie. I love this movie. It's so much fun. Dude, the disappointment in Matt's <laughs> face is <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> don't even press that button. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what it looks like. Um, run run those bits by us once in a while. <laughs> if you could submit those in writing and duplicate Ooh, is before this, that. Is this an all rise moment? Okay. Uh, yeah, it maybe. didn't go on as long, so no. But all right, no. so here we go. Um, um, Kevin Bacon can't hammer for the life of him. Um, if you notice when he's like hammering, <laughs> that was he's like missing like at least yeah. seven times before he hits it. And I swear well, to God. I love- Earl's face, yeah, it gives him the look, and he gives him just like, holy shit, and they kept it in there. I love that fact. (sighs) Um, Yeah. yeah, um, uh, The reason why Kevin Bacon uh, took this role was because he was close to broke, and he was uh, basically really hurting for some money. I guess his uh, uh, previous films, I didn't check, but his his previous films weren't doing that well, and he really needed some money, and his uh, wife, Catherine Cedric, was pregnant. Eight eight months Kara. pregnant. Kara? Kara. Kara. Kara Cedric. Kara, Kara uh, Cedric. Uh, she was like eight months pregnant at the time, and so he basically just took this, and he's going, Jesus. And I think it's his uh, quote that he says, going, oh, my God, I'm doing a movie with fucking uh, earthworms. Um, he, he was... Uh, having panic attacks with this film uh, while he was filming it, that he was started to uh, sleepwalk and um, just like acting as uh, Valentine, just going, there's monsters and all that. And his wife just says, no, you're just acting. Get back in the bed. Joe, you look bored out of your mind right now. I'm listening to everyone. Oh yeah. You're so entertained. Um, but what, what I love about this film is it's kind of like a film about uh, the floor is lava. That's what I like about this film. It, it, any, any of you guys ever played that game? Yeah, you should have led with that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The floor, the floor is like lava. It's just like you can't touch the floor. You can't make sounds or whatnot. Um, it's yeah. just great. The, that one uh, super, um, uh, not the superstore, the the grocery store um, was a great scene with the. Uh, with the Asian guy um, getting uh, killed. That's, I think, the best uh, kill in the whole entire movie. 
And when he's like uh, giving him ammo and uh, food, he's, he gave him Swiss cheese and bullets. And I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I, I love this film. Can't wait to do the franchise. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, what do you think? Well, you guys know, uh, I think uh, you got the quote wrong, um, Mark. I, I think Kevin Bacon said, I don't want to do a film with a giant dick. That's <laughs> oh, I'm pretty God. sure that's what was said. Uh, no, I weirdly enough, I wasn't a huge fan of this when it first came out. I just it was like, OK, whatever about revisiting it. Uh, I know I have not seen any of the uh, uh, the the uh, sequels. But yeah, revisit, revisiting, I'm like, yeah, it's more in tune with what I like now. And Fred Fred Ward is always amazing. And Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. is great. And Reba McIntyre, man, that's she. She She's nailed great. it. She is. I mean, this, they know what they're making. They know the kind of movie they're doing. And it, like Matt said, it's a throwback to those kind of creature features of, of, of old. And I, yeah, it's one that's grown on me uh, throughout the years. And now, you know, watching it for this, I'm like, okay, cool. This is fun. I might actually watch it again now. Yeah, you, Catherine, you've made me a bigger fan of it. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that everybody didn't uh, pick out one scene in this film. And it's up to Joe now to uh, bring it up because I think Joe's the perfect uh, person to do it. Hmm. Is it the pole vaulting? That and another one. Oh, that's the only one I was going to bring up, but the um, rec room before I got to that. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, before I get into that, uh, Mark, I wanted to point out that the, Oh my God, Matt, I swear to God, (laughs) the old recipe to make blood for Hollywood was zinc oxide, red food coloring, white corn syrup and Kodak photo flow. That was the the uh, component that Kevin Bacon was. I'm repeating what Kevin Bacon said. They don't use that anymore. Good job, Joe. I know, but you said you couldn't remember what that other thing was because something was getting in his mouth and he said it was making him feel sick. It's Kodak Photoflow. They don't use that in the blood recipe anymore because it's a it's uh, I think it's caustic or toxic or one of the two. Thank you for that tip, anyway, Joe. That was a good one. Yeah. I, I like to uh, educate. I, you know. I literally said the same yeah. thing. I really like the way you, you delivered that tidbit, Joe. You didn't mention job. anything about oh. Kodak. Joe, good job. So that was really nice. This is really well Catherine, Hang on. Catherine, let me, let me do... Catherine, just just be on my side. Just be on my side. <laughs> Hold my hand. What's that? So anyway, if I... He's just reinforcing if, what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Just better. Um, so... I have never seen Tremors before. I've never seen really? any of them, so I'm a I'm a Tremors version. This was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've seen it, and actually, uh, the Kevin Bacon and uh, his, his counterpart. I would compare it more to a uh, Harry and Lloyd, like a Dumb and Dumber, right? You know, yeah, yeah. On their trek out west, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I I dug that. That was like I if the the giant worm thing never happened. I was still invested enough with these <sighs> two characters that I wanted to watch them, yeah. you know, go to the Swiss Alps and find Mary Swanson or Samsonite or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I do think the, uh, the hand puppets were just hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> the giant socks for the, yeah. uh, the, the main, Worm, I thought was pretty neat, but the the close up shots with just the little hand puppets that was that was endearing. Yeah, um, hysterical. I 
I loved the elephant gun. I mean, that, I, I thought that oh, was yeah. great, mm-hmm. but uh, no, this was this was just a fun movie. Um, I I I had fun. I'm glad I've seen it. I, like everyone else, though, I don't know that I'm going to continue the series right. until somebody puts a gun to my head. Yeah. But um, well, Catherine, yeah, I'm, will, I'm glad so I've maybe seen Catherine it. Catherine, yeah. report back to us as you uh, as you watch them. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let us know. I have if, a feeling it's going to be the same movie over and over. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I kind of. Except dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. Okay, I'll agree yeah. with that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll move on next. Uh, next, we've got Stir of Echoes. Mm. This one's from 1999. Mm-hmm. And uh, after being hypnotized by his sister in law, Tom, who is Kevin Bacon, starts seeing ghostly visions. And he has to solve a mystery surrounding a young girl. Um, this is another one that's got all kinds of really cool backstory to it. Um, David Kep uh, directed and wrote this um, based off of a novel by Richard Matheson. of uh, Basically the same name. And Richard Matheson wrote all kinds of great sci-fi and horror movies mm-hmm. or books. Um, yeah. yeah. And Twilight David Zone Kep. episodes. and Yeah. 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 David Kev has quite a, quite a history as well. He wrote Jurassic Park. Um, he did Mission Impossible, Spider-Man. Um, we'll come across him again in just a, a little bit here. He also directed You Should Have Left. Um, uh, that's stars, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stars yeah. Catherine Urbe. Or Catherine Erb. I'm not sure how you say her I think it's name. just Catherine Erb, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, Ileana Douglas. Mm-hmm. What well, absolutely uh, love. I love her too. Oh, and she's everything. great. Yeah. Which oh, one was yes. that? Was, was that the wife? Psychic. The sister. No, it's oh, sister. Sister-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's from Goodfellas, um, right? Yeah. She's done a lot. Yeah. Was she in Goodfellas? What was she mm-hmm. in Goodfellas? Yeah. She was a side character. She was uh, oh, yeah, role. yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's yeah. the one. Yeah. She's going to, she'll do it. She really will. You know, when yeah. I, I'll cut your fucking hands off. Yeah. yeah. And I read a piece of trivia on IMDb. They've said that Stephen King may have borrowed from Richard Matheson's story for The Shining, because it's got a lot of similar elements about you know. That's funny. One of my notes free. is mine too. So basically, he's got The Shining. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then my well, I'll get to that in a minute. So let's let's start this time. We'll start with Jimmy. What do you think about this movie? Sure, I actually really love this movie. I remember. Uh, you know, it came out the same year that I, I believe The Sixth Sense came out. I prefer this film. <laughs> Frankly, I do. Um, I think it's an interesting film. I love that it's kind of blue, blue, blue collar workers. I love that it's not like just it felt like gritty. It felt like like I liked Kevin Bacon's character. I like Catherine Herb. I like the Leanna Douglas. I, I like I God, the kid broke my heart. Everything with that kid was just so sad. And it's 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 kind of such a tragic story. You know, I like the fact that they don't play around and make it, they, they don't, I don't know, they don't sugarcoat the background of what happened and what's going on and what he's trying to figure out. I I, I think it's a marvelous film and it holds up rather well. I think it's a great movie and I, I that gosh, that there's some, I think there's some genuine scares in here. There's some genuinely creepy, uncomfortable moments and God, that song paint it black i mean right ah, gives me chills i love everything about it yeah i wrote a note on this as teeth and nails 
Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. anything with teeth and fingernails. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Joe, what do you think? Uh, all right. I got a bunch of notes. First off, that house, if anybody's in the Chicagoland area, like Mark, uh, is 3619 West George Street, Chicago. Hmm. So what, what side is that? Go driving by. Uh, it's uh, outside of Chicago. Actually, it's like uh, northwest hmm. of the city. Um, anyway, the, the child actor in this movie is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the part where Jake's voice changes and he uh, he's, turns to his parents and he says, talk to me. And it sort of slows down. And that's just so creepy. They did such a good job with the audio editing on that one. I loved it. Um, again, just like Catherine, I got to say that visual that they've got, um, wasn't so much the tooth for me, but the fingernail snapping yeah. off on the hardwood floor. Oh, yeah. that just <laughs> killed me for every time. I, I don't, I could watch we it a million it. times. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Um, I love the visuals that they do when he's being hypnotized about mm-hmm. how we, okay, you're in a theater. No, it's a movie theater and now it's not red. Now it's black. But just that part where he's in that chair floating up and getting closer to the screen so he can see what it, those visuals is just amazing. I love that part. Um, I, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for old technology and I loved seeing all the cordless phones and the fact that he's a lineman and he's actually able to climb up and plug in and make the phone calls. Um, I, I love how they, this is such an uh, mid 80s, late or I'm sorry, uh, late 80s, mid 90s thing, how they're sneaking beer into the football game, <laughs> you know, just dropping a little cord over and pulling up a six pack of beer. Um, yeah, and I had so basically he's uh, he's got the shining. Uh, I like a lot of the visuals that they had with those flashbacks and, uh, you know, with the, the cold breath whenever she's in the room mm-hmm. and when he's having the visions of the missing girl in that house and how they all uh they filmed it regularly but then ran it in reverse yeah. uh just to give that that creepy stutter step look um i've loved this movie since the first day i saw it and i've probably seen it a good 10 15 times mm-hmm. definitely high up on the rewatchability scale and now i can't watch it without thinking that uh he sounds just like mark so good job with that chicago accent mr bacon mm-hmm Matt, what do you think about this? Yeah, this is uh, uh, one of my favorites too. I really like this movie, and and I hadn't seen it for a while again. Um, but I agree, Jimmy, that there's some genuinely creepy moments in this. I remember the first time I saw it, I got pretty creeped out watching it. I didn't really get that this time because I knew everything that was going to be happening. But I, I did. Uh, but I did still, I think it's a, a, a solid movie and I, and it made me miss Chicago quite a bit too, because that whole feeling of, of the street parties during the summer and everything is just so, you don't see that depicted in movies that much. And, and, and Michelle, my wife, she was like, is that what happens? How many street parties are they going to? Is that what happens in Chicago? I was like, yeah, kind of in the summer. They're like, especially Lincoln Avenue basically shuts down. There's like a two or three blocks shuts down and then it moves up every weekend practically throughout the summer. The next few blocks shut down and they have a big street party. So, yeah, I was like, yes, there's lots of like 
brown parties at brownstones or street parties, neighborhood parties that they're, they're during the summer, you know, because you've survived this winter, everyone's just ready to be out and do, just hanging out and, and it, and you really appreciate it. And it's something we don't, you know, I don't know where you're from, Catherine, but we it, it, living here, you don't get that same kind of yeah. sense, but I, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I think it's a very good movie. Uh, and I think it, I think it holds up. I wondered how it was going to do, cause it had been some time, maybe at least 10, 15 years. And I wondered if it was going to hold up. Cause a lot of movies from the nineties don't, it, this is nineties, right? Or is it late to early two thousands? 99. Um, a lot of them from that time period don't hold up as well, uh, because there was a, I don't know what it was about that, but this one I think does. And, and I agree. Kevin Bacon's very good in it. And I thought, you know, he really goes off the rails. I, for, I forgot that part of it where he digs holes everywhere and all that. I'd kind of forgotten that part of it. So good movie. And Mark, what did you think? I, I saw the girl you said you knew when, when she fell down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I. Um, it, it, I didn't even know she had a line in it either. And uh, I, unfortunately, I don't have her uh, number anymore. I wanted to text her and ask her, you know, ask her a few questions. I used to work for, with her for like four years, but I don't, I don't have her number anymore. Her name was Rose. But uh, yeah, it was kind of cool to see that. Um, yeah, holy shit with Chicago accents. So. Uh, Fucking Bacon nailed it. <laughs> he did. It, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, hearing him talk like that, it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of like what you know what we talk about. I mean, he had the does and uh, and everything like correct. This is my first time actually uh, watching Stir of uh, Echoes for the first time. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, the things you do for your kids. Uh, it's kind of like a premise at the end of this film. I mean, it, it, was it the right thing to do? Absolutely not. But, I mean, if you've got a kid and something like that happens, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to turn in your kid and lose him for the rest of your life? Are you going to cover it up and go down the Joe same- is right now thinking, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, turn in my kids right yeah, away. I, <laughs> no, no, I'd, I'd uh, total opposite. Yeah. I already know where I'm hiding the body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> No, no, That's... yes, no. I mean, if 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 my daughter just gets me a call and says, "Hey, I killed somebody," I'm going, "All right, well, you know, I, I got to figure out something. I'll I'll go to prison. I'll take the blame." I mean, what what would you do for your kids? And that's that's kind of like you know the saying at the end. And uh, I mean, the first guy, uh, the, the first father that went downstairs and pretended, you know, to uh, shoot himself or whatnot and then came up it was a little bit of a you know a redemption you know arc for him second uh father with the other you know with his son coming in yeah yeah knock him out of the park get him um mm-hmm. really really um uh nice special effects uh hypnotizing I, I i don't know i i don't know much about it but i like the premise of someone getting hypnotized and opening up like a door in their mind. And I, I, I'm not a big believer in ghosts, but that hypnotizing stuff and opening up, it's just great concept. And yeah, I mean, of course, I think we all had it in our notes that it does, you know, uh, remind you of the shining, 
you know, especially with the kid and then father and whatnot. But it, it, it I, I wish they elaborated a little bit more with um, uh, that cop in the cemetery. And she went into, uh, you know, down the alley. You mean Scatman Crothers? Right. Who? <laughs> you mean Scatman Crothers? Who's that? Yeah. From the original movie. He was great. Was it Grady? No, not Grady. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was the chef. Holleran. He was the was cook. Holleran? Yeah, Holleran. Holleran, yeah. yeah. In The Shining? In The Shining. Well, that's not him. Well, no. But it's no, the but that's character. the same character. Oh. Never mind. Go oh, ahead, my gosh. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're totally you, right. You were trying to establish a connection between one movie and the other yeah, movie. Yeah, I know, I know. It was connecting I, I dots. I didn't connect it, okay? But it was in my head, you know? Okay. Anyways. Um, For those of you that don't know, Mark actually played Kevin Bacon's part in the stage version of A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Matt played, uh, played Tom college. Cruise yeah. in college. Matt uh, played college. Tom Cruise, uh, Daniel Caffey, and Joe played Sam in uh, in uh, A Few Good Men. We all were in the same play. Uh, anyways, yeah, okay. Um, now I'm thrown off. No, I loved it. I loved it. Oh, and I also watched, um, because it was on Tubi, right afterwards was Stir of Echoes 2 with Rob Lowe. And I got about a half yeah yeah there's a sequel and I got about a half hour into it and oh it's God. not good it's yeah I heard it's not bad. good it's really bad you got about twenty minutes into it more than I did but I was on the Were same you? thing it's like it just kept going yeah and I'm just like oh let it go it might yeah, be good yeah. then I see Rob Lowe and I'm like oh it's Rob yeah. Lowe I like Rob Lowe no no, no. no and yeah. and then I looked on the notes and all that and I, apparently he gets to meet uh, Kevin Bacon's son in it. And and I was like, oh, I kind of want to wait for that, but I was like, no, no, it it was that bad, hanging up on it. So that's too bad. All right, well, I think that's all of us, right? For Stir of Echoes, yeah. Did Jimmy go? Yeah, yeah, he was first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Move right along to Hollow Man. This is just from a year later in two thousand. This one uh, and oh. A brilliant scientist's discovery renders him invisible, but also transforms him into a megalomaniac. Um, this one's directed by Paul Verhoeven, who uh, directed such gems as Total Recall, RoboCop, Starship Troopers, Basic Instinct, and Showgirls. Uh, That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mark's very excited. Let's go. Um, the only thing missing is Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Um, this one's got uh, Elizabeth Shue and Josh Brolin alongside Kevin Bacon. Um, one thing I found out about this that I thought was really pretty cool. Um, an anatomically correct working computer model was created of Kevin, body's, Kevin Bacon's entire body. Um, and the 3D model was later donated to scientific research. No way. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay, okay. Yeah, somebody had to design that entire scene. I mean, that was, and I thought the special effects with, just with the, the body transformation were incredible. Awesome. I, I thought the, the before shot was kind of crap. But uh, yeah, that, that transition was great, but I agree. That's one of my notes is that the, the graphics are noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that transition scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I actually, I read the same trivia uh, tidbit and I was like, oh, that's, that's great. That's, That's really cool. Saving science so much time that somebody else already took care of the hard part. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so Kevin Bacon is saving us in the future. Nice. <laughs> um, and another fun little tidbit I saw on IMDb is they say fuck 45 times. Oh. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's like Last Boy Scout. I didn't even notice them saying fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember them. I, I didn't notice I, that that much either. I actually. can't yeah. think of yeah. a one. 45 yeah. times? What's the yeah. record? This, What's the record for fuck? PG? I think it's Goodfellas, right? For, probably. It's got to be. <laughs> or Casino. Yeah. I'm, I'm on it. Uh-oh, Joe, go for no, it. He's looking. You keep okay. going. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's start with Mark on this one. What did you think of Hollow Man? Oh, oh, me first. Um, yeah, I, I love this film. I saw it in uh, in uh, movie theater, and as you might know, I'm a huge uh, Invisible Man fan. So I don't know what it is about the premise or what uh, the thought of or the idea of being invisible, but I'm attracted to it. If I had to be a horror villain in any of of all horror films, it would be probably this Kevin Bacon role. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. It's like the power of being invisible, what you can do being invisible. You can just fuck with people. You can just whatever you want. The power. Like I related to Kevin Bacon. Call me a sociopath saying this. I don't care. It's There's something attractive about being invisible. Like if I had a superpower... It wouldn't be flying or shooting lasers out of my eyes. Definitely be invisible. There's something seductive about it. And that's why I love Paul's vision, the director, Paul's vision on this, because it is seductive. It, it is erotic, what he did with this film. Um, is is Paul like a, you know, a horn dog? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we could talk about just mass stories of what Paul does. Yes, Matt. Is Mark a horn dog? Yes. Yes, absolutely. What are you? Handcuffs. Handcuffs. Um, yeah, it, it, bumpers are... Oh, God, I, I don't even want to know what the bumpers are going to be for the, this fucking episode. Um, but no, no, I, I, I love this film. I, I got a problem with a couple of things. Like at the very beginning, Josh Brolin going into a cage with an invis- with the invisible silverback gorilla. What the fuck are you doing? And then he gets bit, and that's the only damage he gets from a silverback. Your hand would be clean off. There are a lot of dumb tropes in this film. Elizabeth Shue is not at her finest peak in acting in this film at all. Mm-mm. I don't even. That was cocktail. I don't even think. I mean, her. I. She did. I believe she did leaving Las Vegas after this film or before. I'm not quite sure. You guys know? Maybe just before. Was it before or after? Uh, it, it was before, I think. Yeah, it leaving Las been. Vegas was late '90s, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Hollow Man late late '90s? It was 2000. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Leaving Las Vegas was 95. Oh, okay. So she did this after uh, leaving Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah. um, It it just must have been a check for her because she wasn't believable in any of the scenes that she did in this film. Special effects, amazing, especially with the silverback gorilla with the blood pumping through the veins with the heart. I mean, yeah, it's really good special effects, in my opinion. There were a lot of tense moments, you know. The rape scene, really creepy, really, really creepy. Wasn't a fan of that. But, you know, with the guy with, you know, this mind and the power and all that kind of stuff, he's going, who's going to know? There's this kind of like weird seductive thing about that. It's like, what would you do? What would you do? I'm not saying I would. I'm just saying it's it it 
it puts thoughts in your head like holy cow it's like what would you be able to do being invisible but i i absolutely love uh this film a lot of fun i i thought the ending was great it got a little campy at the end especially with the elevator shaft and whatnot and like you burn a guy and he's still running around like fighting i mean he should have been on the ground with that he's invisible he's not you know superhuman but he's got a little bit of strength you know but anyways that's my two cents love hollow man highly recommend it (laughs) great jimmy what do you think can't hear you jimmy you're muted sorry i forgot about that um i I was talking a long time yeah that's all right yeah i was i was uh going on twitter i'm just kidding um I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I thought it was cheesy. I thought it was... I, I like Kevin Bacon. I think he's having fun with it. I enjoy... He generally brings a good time to any performance. He's a talented dude. But I didn't mind Elizabeth Shue as much as you did. I, I, I just think she didn't really have a lot to work with. Uh, I always like Josh Brolin. He's always great in these. Um, watching it again, Catherine, I feel like I appreciate more of it a little bit. The, the effects held up rather well considering i mean they were nominated for an oscar so obviously there's some you know something going on with that um it's always funny because i remember when the invisible man came out the lee winnell film which is far superior to this far superior to this but it's i don't know it's got that hokey kind of 2000 you know especially that those movies coming out from that time it's it's fine and paul verhoeven's a, a fun director i I wish more people would talk about his his earlier work, you know, like Spetters and stuff like that, because I think that's uh, he did a great creepy movie that um, no one ever talks about that. And I can't freaking remember the name because I'm totally spacing, but uh, it's, you know, about about a Black Widow type of thing. Um, God, why am I not remembering? Kiss of the Spider this? Woman? No, 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 it's not. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll tell you guys in a second. But I I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Rewatching. Not as, I, I'm not saying it's a good movie. No. But, I mean, if you're going to do fine. something. Yeah, it's. Oh, The Fourth Man. That's a really good film. If you haven't oh, seen it, check it yeah. out. It is good. Really good film. Yeah, really interesting. So, yeah, that's my take. Matt, what do you think? Uh, yeah, like Jimmy, I really didn't like it very much the first time I saw it. I kind of was like, in fact, I went to see it in the theater and I came out kind of mad at the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. So dumb. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really change my opinion a whole lot this time. I, I just I feel like it's just so dumb. And I and I do have a hang up on science people being that stupid. And <laughs> you know, just dumb science people drive me crazy in these movies, especially when we're supposed to have some believability with the science. And, uh, uh, but you know, it's, it wasn't unwatchable certainly, but I, you know, I thought I didn't care for Elizabeth Shue in this. I think I even texted the group saying, man, I, as much as I didn't like it the first time, I really didn't remember Elizabeth Shue bothering me as much the first time I saw it as she did in this one. Um, but I just, I don't know. There's just, I felt like there was something missing. It was just a little too late nineties, early two thousands campy mm-hmm. for me. But, and the, 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 I did think that for 
heavily CGI 90s, early 2000s CGI. It, well, it's it's not. It holds up better than I was expecting. Expect you know, yeah. I don't want to say it was good, but it but it holds up better than I was expecting it to. Especially a couple of the moments. There were a few that really stood out as bad, but there were <laughs> a few moments that also stood out as being pretty good. So, like mm-hmm. the transitions, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but some of the water stuff, really, I thought was bad, um, but. That's just my take. I, I, it's not, you know, it's certainly one that you can kind of, it's not unbearable to watch it. I just, I didn't care for it and it, it didn't really change that much for me this time, but. Yeah. Fair enough. Joe, what did you think? Uh, I saw this in the theater back in 2000 for the first time. And I think this is the first time I watched it since then. I remember liking it more than I did this time. Mm. Like I think over time, it just didn't hold up for me. Um, uh, before I get into it, Mark, because you know I'm the fact checker on the show, to answer your question, um, it's the Wolf of Wall Street that has the most. Uh, oh. There's two other movies, but they're like uh, documentaries about the F word. But uh, Wolf of Wall Street had 569 fucks in Holy it. Holy so, shit! Just so you know, they and had a Scorsese. lot of. I, yeah, Scorsese. yeah, that was and close. I, I thought it was going to be like um, the last Boy Scout, and that's like not even in the top twenty. Well, I haven't uh-huh. seen that so. since a movie theater. That's a I lot of fucks to he get. Has several in the top twenty, though. Probably, well, uh, yeah. Goodfellas, Casino was in yeah, there casinos. too. And, yeah. What about Mean Street? Was that in there? I don't know, Mark. I already. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> Wait, Joe. What about uh, this so one? Back to <laughs> so back to Catherine's question. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I had some of the same notes, like, why the hell would Josh Brolin go into a cage with an invisible gorilla? That just right off the bat seemed dumb. Mm. Um, Greg Grunberg and Joey Slotnick, I, just both, <laughs> oh, I cannot stand either one of those actors, especially Greg Grunberg. Yeah. Uh, you may have remembered him from, like, Felicity. He's just the same character every time. He's a fourth grade boy. It's like every time he's either eating something or look or trying to... Uh, degrade women. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what was yeah. up with this I was boy glad. band hair that he was that he had? I, oh my god! Although I, he did have the best kill in the entire film. Like his death was great when he mm. fell against the pipe. Um. Anyway, the yeah, I, I agree with what Matt said. I I. It's really hard to believe that these people are scientists with all those midriffs that they were wearing. Um, and I, right. I'm i like, Matt, dumb scientists and dumb computer hackers just drive me up a wall. Yeah. Um, you know, that's like watching Matthew Lillard and hackers is what I would compare these scientists Oof. to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, I, I didn't understand why when they were trying to make uh, Kevin Bacon noticeable during daylight hours that they would pour this liquid latex all over him instead of just giving him a pre-made mask. Here, it's Michael Myers. Why don't you wear that around the office? Um, Because what was weird was there was a couple scenes where his latex mask had nostril holes, and then there were other scenes where it didn't. And so there were some continuity errors in that that I noticed. Um, I hate the fact that he killed that dog. That dog had no right to be treated what's the deal with dogs Um, in horror movies literally stop just stop we haven't even got into that 
Jesus. Um, I, and this is another one that bothers me is the, the movie trope about, Oh, let's just loop the surveillance footage. So nobody knows that I'm being, you know, that you're watching me, but I've left, you know, uh, it's just played out way too much. Um, I agree. This is not Elizabeth Shue's finest performance or finest haircut for that. Yeah. The haircut's Um, not a winner. Oh my God. No, bad. No, it's bad. Um, Really bad. bad. Adventures in babysitting is, is her best haircut. Yeah. Um, when, when you're trying to find, and this is before he messed with the HVAC system, they're all walking around. Oh, is, is, is he in the room? Is he put the damn goggles on? (laughs) I would think that the minute you go, down into the lab you would just get issued those glasses you'd wear them the whole time so you could see them mm-hmm. i uh, maybe i'm just thinking more than <laughs> the actual smart. writers you, you could have just said maybe i'm just thinking <laughs> yeah that, yeah um i i don't know how he didn't just get burnt to a crisp towards the end and this is the other thing and this is so small and stupid but at the very 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 end of the movie um so there's this smoky building and none of the police officers or ambulance drivers or anybody had any idea what had happened. There's no investigation going on at all whatsoever. But the minute they see Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Shue walking out of the building, somebody runs over to him, puts a blanket over him, gets him in that ambulance and gets him out of there. Yeah. You don't want to stop him, maybe question him or something. Right. Like well, what happened? Well, Joe, they read the know. script, so they knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> so anyway, um I I I think I've fallen a little bit out of love for this film. Oh. It's still funny. I and honestly, just because the the thing I appreciate the most about it is again, it's the computer graphics and how that's evolved. Um yeah, I, I think the transitions were absolutely amazing, but it looks like that's where they threw all the money at mm-hmm. yeah. and didn't bother with some of these uh, lesser important scenes. So yeah. that was it. Captain, you liked it, right? I did. I mean, probably of the ones we watched, that's my least favorite, oh, but it's still like enjoy. Like, I don't think any of these movies are bad. Like all of these movies I would watch again. Okay. You know. They all have their merits. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's fun. You know, yeah. it's a good, you know, okay. popcorn movie. Got Kevin Bacon. Come on. Can't beat that. Bacon. <laughs> a good bacon movie. Who doesn't like bacon? Bacon. Exactly. bacon does a all body right. good. Well, this brings us to the two most recent movies on our list. Uh, next, we've got You Should Have Left, which came out in 2020. And in this, a family rents a vacation home in the countryside where nothing is quite as it seems. And yeah, this one uh, again, written and directed by David Kep, who did Stir of Echoes. Um, stars Amanda Seyfried as the wife. Um, originally, it was going to star Nicolas Cage Nicolas instead Cage. of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I don't know about that. Interesting. Yeah, they changed that up. <laughs> um, but again, this is, I found this was interesting. This is, uh, you know, seeing already the similarities between this and Stir of Echoes with the same writer director. Yeah. Uh, we've got here another movie of a kid and a dad seeing ghostly images or, you know, kind of foreshadowings of things to come. Um, and I, I like the uh, the house is bigger on the inside than on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little, uh, Doctor uh, Who. Fun, yeah. fun do- exactly. A little Doctor Who. A little fun. Mm-hmm. 
something different there. But uh, yeah, they found the TARDIS on Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, let's start. Uh, let's start with Jimmy. What did you think about this one? Uh, well, weirdly enough, I sh- this is one of the films I did. Uh, I I did the junket for, so I interviewed them for this. Um, I it was interesting. Um, I think there was a, a really good idea here. I think Kevin Bacon is always good. I think Amanda Seyfried is a phenomenal young actress. I think she's, I always enjoy watching her like the kid. I liked so many elements of it. Like I was like, this is cool. Okay. This is cool, but it's kind of dull. It's kind of boring. You're kind of like, it is slow. Yeah. It's like, is something going to happen? And do I care? But ultimately like i think it's fine i think it's a decent movie i think it's it's not i i again i i stick with the i like the performances i like there's enough creepy moments like the, the you know when he's leaving the house and all that weird shit's mm-hmm. going on i like i like that so i don't yeah it's one that i'm like i i'm glad i watched it again i think i liked it less this time <laughs> to be honest but I, I agree i think watching it the first time because you don't know quite what's happening yeah yeah and you're kind of like, time i'm like i know what the end i know what the outcome is it's a little less suspenseful yeah it, it's not stir of echoes let's no. let's be real <laughs> <laughs> that's my dick <laughs> joe what did you think i uh, i am fortunate because i had never seen this before mm. and i really liked it oh. i I thought it was fantastic. Um, That house is absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Um, The grocery store that he has to go to, I I felt so bad for him. Like that was like worse than going to Walmart around here. (laughs) I I, I thought this was a really solid psychological thriller, spooky movie. Um, The performances were great. The little girl actress is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so glad they did not cast Nicolas Cage. Um, I don't know that I would have liked it as much, but I, you know, I, I think it's kind of um, funny, Jimmy, that you brought up that it was, you know, kind of slow mm-hmm. in parts. And I'm normally the first person to jump up like, oh, slow burn. I know. I was, I, yeah, I didn't feel like that at all. I felt glued to that screen. That's cool. Um, now, now, granted, I will say, I, you know, it's like watching, all right, I was about to say the sixth sense because that's, but I know you don't like that one. Uh, but anyway, it's like trying to watch that a second time. Yeah. Um, when you know what's going to happen, what the twist, for lack of a better term, is. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would enjoy this as much a second time. But it was still, it was a really good movie. Uh, I really enjoyed getting to watch it the first time. And I had never even heard of this film. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess, thank you for bringing this one to my attention. I really liked it. Yeah, that's huh. cool. Matt, what did you think? Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I thought it was okay. I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, but I, I kind of see what Jimmy's point at, I, I, I found the beginning. I kind of was like, okay, when's this going to get going? And once it started moving and we started getting into the, you know, this almost dream lock logic of the house, I, I, I like that. And anything that has, you know, timey wimey stuff going on is, I like that. Uh, so that, already is built in a certain amount of 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 um i guess interest for me but in terms of yeah rewatchability it, w- it would be about zero with this I, I can't imagine you know that it would be 
a great movie to watch the second time just because you already know what's going on and there isn't there's not much nuance to anything as it's going to keep you know what i mean it's not like it has layers it's pretty much one tone throughout and and that's about it so so a rewatching probably wouldn't be that great but it was okay it was okay it wasn't one of my it was probably one of my least favorites of this that and hollow man mm. Were you in a bad mood when you watched it? I was in a fine mood, Joe. I was in a fine mood. <laughs> By the way, I like your t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Joe gave me this t-shirt. It's of uh, Blood Rage. Yes. Yeah. Nice shirt. Yeah. Mark, what did you think? I liked this film a lot. I really did. Um, first time uh, coming in watching this uh, film, I had no idea about this film, just like Joe. Um, I thought the house had a nice personality. Um creepy personality it was so modern but so bare and tan i mean it, it of course it's not you know the overlook hotel you know from the shining or anything like that doesn't even compare but i enjoy just the house and how kevin bacon's just measuring you know with his daughter mm-hmm. you know the space and how what's longer and whatnot um i i relate to this film um i have been in a relationship with the with the with the woman that is a huge age gap. So there were a lot of uh, nuances of, um, you know, she doesn't know this and that. And it was uh, just like, you know, just different times that I struggled with, with her and that uh, Kevin Bacon also did. So I, I, I really related to uh, that relationship a lot. Um, the breakup scene, um, uh when he goes outside with the two phones and it was i love that scene i actually stopped it and rewound it just to rewatch it again because i thought it was so brilliantly done uh, amanda's great in this film mm-hmm. i think she's wonderful little kids great in this film bacon is is great um when bacon and his daughter go out and they you know and they're leaving the house and the turnaround with the figure in the back. Unfortunately, I knew it was Kevin Bacon. I knew it because he's, I mean, after, you know, watching, you know, five, you know, six films of Kevin Bacon, seeing all of his films, you know how he stands and what it was a Kevin Bacon stance. It, it, I, I knew the outline and everything. I was going, that's Kevin Bacon. But it, it was, it was, uh, it, it, it was a great, um, it was a great film. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think I would watch it again just to, uh, you know, get a little bit more out of it. I I, I really enjoyed it. So thanks, uh, Catherine, for that. It was, it was a good oh, film. I really liked it. Good, good, good. All right. Last but not least, uh, we've got They Slash Them that came out last year, 2022. Uh, and this is about a group of LGBTQ plus teens at a conversion camp. Um, they face threats from within you know, with the psychological torture of the camp, and then also without when they are stalked by a mysterious killer. Um, this one's directed by John Logan. Um, aside from Kevin Bacon, one of the names you'll recognize is Anna Anna Chlumsky from My Girl fame. Um, oh, yeah. This is uh, our second Kevin Bacon movie that's set at a camp. <laughs> a call back to Friday the 13th. And one of my favorite things about this is you know the the title of the movie you've got the they they slash them you know like the the pronoun but you're supposed to pronounce the name of the movie they slash them 
Oh, I didn't notice oh, that. Come on. No, I, I did didn't. Not know that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch that at guys all. Read, a little fun play on. You got to read IMDb. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's clever. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's really clever. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mark and I, uh, we, we have the mind yeah, blown emoji it was a- right now. <laughs> that's pretty cool pretty cool all right well mark let's start with you what did you think about this um okay this one it's it's a touchy subject to talk about because we're talking about about uh people and feelings and who they are as as people um it's it's a great premise and an idea for a story. I actually enjoyed the first half of this. I think it's great. I love um, the opening uh, monologue when Kevin Bacon comes out, you know, with mm-hmm. these with the counselors and these uh, these beautiful kids come out and are just standing there and they're going to have to deal with, you know, this religion and and, you know, they're being forced. Some of them are being forced. And I love the idea of this film. And I thought that Kevin Bacon, you know, his monologue um, really handled it well. And I was like, oh, I'm a little weary with this. It's too perfect, too perfect. And throughout this first half of the film, you start getting introduced to these characters and it's acted well. It's I think the dialogue's great. Um, I start actually liking these characters and I start feeling for these characters. And, and I know this is a horror film. I'm just going, oh man, this is going to really suck when they get killed. And unfortunately, it, that doesn't happen. It, it, that, I think the second half of the film gets a little bit with lazy writing. Um, a little bit of... I don't know if it's, I, I don't know if you could call it plot armor or something, but these kids just aren't touched. They're, they're untouched when it comes to the slashing. And there's a reason why at the end is because I think, I mean, do we spoil this? What are we doing here? That's a good question. I, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. just because it's yeah. not even it's a year old. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, one yeah, I think a lot of people haven't watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... But you had some third act issues. Yeah, I, I, I've i had some I, major third act uh, issues. It's mm-hmm. First half is like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm like totally in. Gets to some points where I think some of the acting, because of the dialogue and how it was written, um, it just falters. It just, it you know, trips over itself continuously in the third act, especially. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, do I recommend it? Yeah, yeah, definitely give it a watch. Um, it, you never know. Um, I, I Did I enjoy the film? Yeah, I did. I just wish it was amped up a little bit and written better in the third act. Matt, what did you think? Uh, you know, I think this is one that'll land really ha- hard for a, some people, you know, and for the right audience, I think this would be a, 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 a it'll, it'll hit hard. And, and I think it'll, it'll be something that they really like. I, I do agree with Mark that, that some of the dialogue is just, I, I just, I feel like they sh- it, it, it should have been worked on a little bit more, you know, and I, and I thought that there were some queer um, cinema tropes in it, uh, 
that are a little overdone, like the music montage and the singing part <laughs> and that kind of thing. And, and I think that's a little overdone in, in terms of queer cinema. Uh, but in terms of representation, I mean, it, it's an admirable sh- movie. And I think, I feel like it's a couple drafts away from being ready to be made. And and they went with it before they, they had a real strong script in their hands because I, I th- and, and that's too bad because I think what they had going here was something uh, original. It was an original idea mm-hmm. um, with some, some really interesting characters that just needed a little bit more development and to stay away from some of the tropes. Having said that, there were some moments, especially in their group therapy scenes that I, I think would hit uh, home for a lot of people. So for the right audience, this might be uh, a really, you know, uh, a nice entry in queer horror cinema, you know, but I, I do think there, it, it gets a little, um, a little hokey at times to, for my taste, but, and I, I would have liked to have seen it, um, maybe be a little more subtle in its messaging at times. Um, but overall I did enjoy watching it. I, I, and and I, I just I kept finding myself saying, man, I just wish they'd done this differently or or that differently. That's all. But I, I really I didn't I didn't mind watching it. It certainly wasn't like I hated it or anything like that. Yeah. I just felt like it was just a, a f- just some tweaking and it would be really, really good. Yeah. Joe, what did you think? I really liked it. Good. Um, I thought it was a clever twist of a way to get mm-hmm. kids out to the you know, a camp in the woods, mm-hmm. you know, that's all you need. It's just that initial story. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of these characters. Uh, Jordan, I think was fantastic. Oh, she was, um, he, he, she, them did. She was great. Jordan. Jordan yeah. Was, that's why I'm just yeah, saying Jordan. Was, yeah. Jordan. Um, Jordan. Uh, I like Jordan's backstory too, about Jordan was the only one that like came from a military background. And I, I will admit, and no shocker that, gun range scene i watched that like three times and i love the fact that as they're handing these rifles out to all of these kids jordan is the only one that when handed a rifle was the first one to check to see if there was a round in the chamber mm-hmm. and i'm like good for you jordan nice job um and again dogs in movies yeah. leave them alone that was dogs out of it that was you know, so it, bad oh. it would be one thing if it matched the tone of the film but that did not match that that scene didn't no. match the tone of this film at all completely it was the, unnecessary the most the most extreme moment in the movie and it didn't fit anything else i mean yeah. other than i guess the scene where the the kids being tortured but um you know, Matt, I was thinking that. of you when that scene was happening, going, "Oh my God, Matt's gonna fucking hate this!" Or you know, I was just like, "Oh my <laughs> yeah, God, Matt!" I didn't love that. That's for sure. So, I part of the reason that I like this is I got a thing for despicable people getting what they deserve, mm-hmm. and these counselors they are just despicable. Yeah. Um, even that that whole scene with Gabriel was just oh. creepy. Uh, just downright sinister, and so I was I was thrilled when the people that deserved it got what they had coming to them. Uh, so that's the main reason why I really like this. I agree. I thought the the musical dance number in it was a little unnecessary, but you know they're just they're bowing to their audience, so fine. I mean, yeah. big deal. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I like the twist at the end. 
I think a lot of people should watch this. Um, I agree because it's it was kind of a, a fresh new take on Friday the Thirteenth, you know. And they, I I love the fact they even make the joke about it is um, the two characters are on the oh, dock yeah. and they're uh, by the river, and she's like, "Oh, I feel like Jason Voorhees is going to come out of the woods at any yeah. minute." And the other person's like. Who's yeah, that? Oh, that, yeah, pissed, that, good. that pissed me Funny, off so yeah, much. I was funny. like, what the yeah. fuck you mean? You don't know who Jason Voorhees so, is. Yeah. I, so again, I just, I really love this. And I think people should watch yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, what do you think? Well, um, it, it, the, first of all, I, I don't, I don't even want to get too into the, the idea that these camps are disgusting. Um, I don't, I, I find it pretty despicable to try to change oh, someone yeah. you love. I think it's sick. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's, did I think not, it should be abuse. I think they it, is be abuse. Abuse. it is yeah. abuse. It is yeah. abuse. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, 100%. It's absolutely abuse. And it's their, it's, I, I wish their parents were at the camp with them. I wish the same. And they, and they got, they yeah. should, they, they should yeah. just make the camps for parents to learn to fucking love their kids. Um, right. Mm-hmm. I, it's just so gross. Um, I didn't love it. I think did it, we explain what the camp was at the beginning? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think we did. No, yeah. it was mentioned. It was a conversion yeah, camp. conversion gay, camp. Gay, yeah, conversion yeah. camp. Yeah. Um, I I thought it meant well. I thought it was competently made. I uh, it's hard mm-hmm. to have a horror movie when you don't give a shit about the people that are kill, getting killed off. Honestly, it's like uh, yeah. I just didn't care um i i I came out of it feeling a bit like i I don't know what kind of message they were trying to send i i i know they i i know like they use the pink song fucking perfect that's the song that they use i i think there was some good in there i think that it was a well well intentioned film but man, I just I don't know. I don't I don't think it was very well made. I don't think the uh no. Yeah, it was it, it was it wasn't scary. It's uh not really Yeah, I I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I think it was more kind of uh masquerading as a, a you know, a, a trying to make a point and I I just don't think it quite reached i think matt you got it right i think had they maybe worked on the script a little bit maybe tightened things up and made it feel more no it just didn't feel genuine it almost felt exploitive to me you know i wasn't a fan wasn't a fan i thought the first scene the opening so fucking good with the deer in the car yeah that's fine oh that's fine that was a nice nice way to start the movie and i like how it tied everything yeah it was was fine it was it just yeah i I didn't (laughs) I I I just got frustrated because it's it's such a great idea in like how it was going. I just like Matt said, it it needed like maybe four more drafts, four more drafts or something. Just yeah. get that wrench and just screw it a little bit more tightly. Get that dialogue going, maybe a little bit more time with the with the acting coaches. But I mean, the, the acting the was ending. really good. Fix it was it was the dialogue. It, it was the dialogue that just got a little bit too. It was. Oh, I, I, I just get frustrated when it's such a good idea, and, and it had this movie had so much potential to really have a really good impact. And you know, is don't don't protect the kids. You know, like maybe you know have something with the killer that a little bit more mental or something. You know, and go for because you didn't care about the people who were dying. If you if you 
maybe it did something with the personality. Shut up. Maybe if he did something with the personality and just where the killer went for the kids and the despicable, then you wouldn't even – maybe the ending wouldn't be so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you out there, Mark was doing some very unusual hand gestures along with this. This is like yeah, Galaxy Quest. I, like, I forget. I forget. Well, I thought he was – I thought he was directing a 747. Maybe I forget sometimes. I, I forget sometimes. I'm talking, you are clear for oh, talking to the listeners. I just feel like I'm talking to my family. Roger, Dodger. Hi, Catherine. What's your vector, Victor? <laughs> All right. Well, Catherine, that was a very nice batch of picks. I think we all... Uh, liked at least a little something from each one, and yeah. and and overall, I think that was a, a strong set of choices. So, thank you so much for for joining us this week. Thank you. Yeah, it was so much I fun. can't let you go without a quick little six degrees of Kevin. Bacon. Oh, we go. Shit. Here we oh, go. Bacon Fuck. bits. Now, bacon bits. Because you're all connected to each other, I just did it off of Matt. Excellent. Uh, but, you know, you guys would all fall in in line the same way. So. Uh-huh. Matt, you were in a movie called Beauty Queen Butcher with someone <laughs> was he named ever? Tammy Pescatelli, <laughs> yes. yep. who was in Blue Bloods, with Tom Selleck, who was in In and Out, with Wilfred Brimley, who was in End of the Line with Kevin Bacon. Whoa. Ooh, Holy nice. shit. Yeah. Nice. I, Matt, you should be more honored that you're close to... Wilford Brimley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's just Wilford. Uh, that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. That's awesome. Hey, by the way, here's a, a little tidbit. Did you know that uh, Kevin Bacon is the seventh cousin to Richard Nixon? Oh, I, I did know not know that. I did not know that. Yep. No. Yeah. And he's played uh, seven different characters named Jack in his film career. Friday the 13th, Quicksilver, A Few Good Men, Apollo 13, My Dog Skip. Frost, Nixon, and Super. Huh. Those are your bacon bits. Mm. Thank you. Jo- I should have. I'm Joe. Have we met? <laughs> Joe. <laughs> One other fun little bacon bit. His daughter, Sosie, was in a very popular horror movie that came out last year, Smile. Yeah. Uh, and yep, she's that's right. oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She was great. Yeah. She's yep. a great actress. The bacon yeah. lineage continues. Yeah. yeah. Bring Amazing. on the bacon. I can't Bring believe Catherine just did a seven degrees yeah. of bacon with Matthew Speak. I know. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, very well done. Uh, all right. So the next episode is my pick. And I have uh, tried to, I guess, piggyback on Catherine's uh, theme, her, her bringing home the bacon. And this time I'm going to, we're going to keep it sort of a, I guess, a, Ba- a breakfast theme because I'm going to give you guys a bowl of cereal killers. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's so punny. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, get ready for some serial killer horror. And uh, boy, look at the, There's a lot of serial killer movies and not all of them are strictly good. well good but not all of them are strictly horrors they, they tend to be veer more into thriller territory mm-hmm. so uh but i think i've got six movies here that are pretty much horror although one is probably arguably a little more thriller but 
it's one that I've been wanting to watch for a long time and I never have seen it. So, and I love Brian De Palma. So we're starting things off with Blowout from 19. Oh, fuck yes. One of the best movies ever made. I'm sorry. 81. Excellent. So, and I have, I've yet to see this one. So I definitely want to see this. What's uh, it on? Have you guys, this uh, Blowout. Have you guys seen Blowout? Anybody? Yes. Except for Jimmy? Yes. I, I okay, good. Oh my god. Um, no, but I'm starting it right now. And it, no, no, <laughs> Joe's don't. watching it right this second. Uh it is on HBO Max or for rent on Amazon. Uh next we have and I'm forgive me guys, it, it the, these serial killer movies get a little dark. There there are some kind Ugh. of uh I, I picked a few here that are gonna be hard to watch, but uh this Ooh. one is is no exception. 1983 <laughs> Angst. Uh, directed oh. by Gerald Cargill. It is a German film. Uh, Mark, don't watch the dubbed version. I don't know if Tubi has one, but don't if they do. Um, it is on Tubi, Canopy, and for rent on Amazon. I think it might be on something else too. What year is that? No, Tubi, Canopy, and and uh, for rent. It is 1983. I just finished it. <laughs> Uh, and then we go even darker and a bit more disturbing. It's 1986, Henry, a portrait of a, or a portrait of a serial killer. Uh, very difficult watch again, but sorry, this is the route we're taking. As long as there's no dog torture in this, <laughs> there's. Fine. I assure you, none of these movies have dog killings yeah. in them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. But people, I'm totally fine with people. Dogs. The people scenes are pretty disturbing, in, yeah. especially in. Henry the dog's got cancer. Shoot it. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and Henry is on AMC Plus, Peacock, Shudder, Tubi, pretty much everything that we that we watch. Yes, I own the uh, Laserdisc. Oh. Do you really? And, and I, do. I love this movie. You got... You own laser discs? I, beta I have a few laser discs, yes. I knew a guy who took a girl on a first date to that movie. Well, she never wanted to see him again wait, after who, that. But that he, yeah, that's a date movie. I take all my I you take yeah, all my dates yeah. to it. Yeah. Well well can let's I, let, let's I talk about piggyback on yeah, that. Yeah. My my current wife, my only wife, uh, <laughs> the first movie I took her to go see was Wolf. <laughs> With Jack oh, Nicholson, and I, and true to form, thirty-five minutes into the film, I'm dead asleep. Oh, you fell asleep oh on, on, on. It's a werewolf yeah. movie. Oh yeah, yeah. the werewolf That's movie. Right. That's a great movie. And she's still married. Me. Wait, oh. no, it's not. yes, wolf, it is. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. You fell uh, your first date or your first like movie date? Uh, we had hung out at like parties and stuff. They before, knew each other. You yeah. fell asleep on yeah, her. Yeah, we knew each other, but yeah, she drove an hour and a half to LaSalle uh, to come hang out with me. And I took her to a movie and it was Wolf. And I, Holy asleep. shit. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up is from 2003. And this is a South Korean film by ba- uh, Bong Joon-ho, who mm. directed uh, Parasite, among many other classics of of South Korean film, and this is Memories of Murder from night from two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Memories of Murder, and that is on Hulu, uh, and of course to rent on any of the other services. Uh, next, we jump up to twenty twelve for 
Maniac. Now, there are many Maniac-titled mm. films, but this is with Elijah Wood. Wood. Yes. Good mm. choice, buddy. Good choice. I don't know that one. Uh, has anybody seen this aside nope. from Jimmy? I've seen... I haven't seen a single movie Perfect. Yet. Beautiful. I haven't seen uh, most of these. I've seen Angst, and I've seen Henry. But Angst is the only one I haven't seen, but I'm, I'm good. Blowout uh, for me. That's the only one I've yeah. seen. You're in for a treat, Jimmy. Angst is great. Cool. Um, and then last but not least... Wait, what, our, what, I believe, what's Manic on? Maniac is on... Uh, Hulu. Hulu. Was it Hulu? Did you say Oh, no. Hulu? It's on, sorry, I didn't say. It's on Tubi, Plex, and Pluto. And, of course, to rent mm-hmm. on any service. But it's on Tubi. Uh, Tubi is, on Tubi is pulling the weight. Tubi's, Tubi's, Tubi's on yeah. Super Bowl commercials. I mean, they must be yeah. killing it. Yeah, they're yeah. good. They're yeah. the, 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 Unlike the, Rihanna. Oh, shut up with that. <laughs> Better than the game, that's for sure. <laughs> game was great. Uh, no, the game was stupid. that, too. And then, last but not least, from 2018, Lars von Trier, von, Lars von Trier's "The House That Jack Built" Ooh. with Matt Dillon uh, and Uma Thurman. Another difficult watch. Uh, I haven't actually seen it, but I've heard, and it's it's heard a tough great one. Things about it. Yeah, I've heard really good things about yes. it, but I've heard it's difficult. It's not a fun one. It's not a yeah. fun one. So you guys are in for uh, hell. What's that one on? I apologize in advance because a lot of these get pretty dark um, and they're and so I want oops, I want to definitely do. I don't know about trigger warnings, but definitely warn you. Uh, angst is hard to watch. Henry portrait of serial killer is hard to watch. And yep. the house that black or house that Jack built, I have heard is hard to watch. So if you are uh, sensitive to disturbing imagery, uh, you may want to avoid those three. But blowout is not going to be hard to watch i'm quite sure i don't think memories of murder is and i don't think maniac is either so we, uh, maniac's a little dark maniac gets a little gruesome is it a little doesn't mm, yeah okay. it's, it's, it's we've a, done it's french good, extreme but, horror but we got it, this is it is it as extreme or is it as disturbing as henry uh no it's a different kind of disturb. it's fairly disturbing but or not the house quite. that jack bro- built not, not as bad as those. That two. one, that one okay. especially is pretty. Shout out Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Ryan. Whatever he said. Has, how's that Jack built? He's been wanting me to watch that forever. Okay. Oh, okay. And what's that one streaming on? That uh, the Jack house Ryan. that Jack built is streaming on AM. Or let me see. AMC Plus, Canopy, Tubi, uh, and of course to rent in any of those places. So, <laughs> fuck. So fucking worst. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention that. Thank you, Catherine, yes. for running the show. And also, I'd like to point out to everyone: the day that this episode comes out is Catherine's twenty-first hey! birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Catherine! We sing? You don't I look a like day over should, eighteen. I feel like we should sing to her. I think. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Come on, we're birthday only over two hours. Happy, Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, dear Catherine. Happy birthday to you. In sync, we are not. <laughs> no. At all. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. We were all in choir. In sync. Like, we should be way better than that. Yeah. <laughs> we could be a boy band. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
them. Oh, Jimmy's the cute yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, thank you so much. I mean, I yes, mean, it, it, this was a lot of fun. It was completely yeah. different, and uh, what a ball! What a ball this was. Yep. This is great. Yeah, yeah, Ka- absolute pleasure, Catherine. It was so a joy. It really was. Honestly, had a great time. Yeah, this was fantastic. Catherine, Good who, job. Who do? Who's your favorite host? Oh, <laughs> Mark. No, we'll wait. I love all of you for different <laughs> oh, reasons. Yay! All like, yay! It's like every week, it's but like I listening like to my older most. brothers talk about horror movies, <laughs> oh, and it's just nice. fabulous, and I love it. Awesome, yeah, that's nice. Right, I got my, I got my Sinister. Oh, 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 yes. that's fantastic! I want that yay. shirt. Oh, that's here. cool. Well, oh. Why don't you fucking buy it, James? You buy it for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> busy getting rihanna stuff well let that let this be a lesson to the other three or four listeners out there that you too someday you try really hard and you have your husband call in and ask us really nicely (laughs) you too could possibly host one day an episode of and it's not going to be you friend of the show brian it won't be you brian actually should be next now that mark yeah i I agree he's on brian let's bring let's bring on we gotta have brian brian take a couple practice swings and next time you know (laughs) mark comes around maybe you'll pinch it brian you might be auditioning for mark's (laughs) <laughs> i think Catherine already beat me to it yeah, yeah just it. make sure the audition yeah, tape true. is recorded at any room in your house i love how everybody just wants to get rid of me it's just fantastic it's, it's a great feeling it did that all the work i put in it's great i got a freaking shower curtain too. behind me mark you know what I, well you, you should because you're in a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> all right well that is it for this time we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that's exactly what I'm saying. <sighs> Hold my hand. I don't mind being handcuffed. I mean, that that'd be kind of cool. A horror blue balls uncircumcised stick.